0: Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website,
1: DrunkWomenSolvenCrime.com.
0: Shows are selling out fast,
2: so be quick. Noise. Noise. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
4: solving crime my name's katie wilkins and i'm an author and comedian i'm joined by screenwriter hannah george hello and writer comedian taylor glenn hello this is where brandy meets bludgeoning mimosa meets misdemeanor and port meets prostitution it's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime coming up on drunk women solving crime (coughs) yeah we'll decide how dumb you are continue (laughs) Yeah, no, this guy's a cunt, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, no, yeah. My cavities are ginger cavities.
0: Anyway. Oh, jeez, I've had too much of a week to even understand that question.
1: <laughs> uh... Now it's time for drunk women solving crime
4: to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are live on Zoom. We've got chat, we've got chat bat, we've got all the chat, we've (laughs) got live people watching us and people listening in the future. We are recording this on (laughs) December the 15th and I have some Christmassy This Meets This is for your enjoyment. So if the people listening on the Zoom are going to hopefully love this, the people in the future, we'll see. Uh, So this is a podcast where mulled wine meets a multilateral crime. Oh, just about works. A hot toddy meets hot property. Oh, nice. and a Christmas punch meets a Christmas punch. It's a true crime podcast with a twist <laughs> of, of lime! lime. And joining us on this very special episode is the fantastic journalist Robin Wilder. Robin! <laughs> fantastic
3: Yay! thank you that's a lie thank you how Christmassy is everybody
4: i'm feeling pretty Christmassy. i've
1: put my christmas tree up and it looks like we have children but we don't because it's <laughs> so bad like you know the way that oh! children cannot <laughs> decorate christmas trees they can't they're awful it's every single christmas tree decorated by a child is shit <laughs> and ours so um, oh. it's it's nice it's nice
0: People yeah. are like, oh where are the kids.
1: There aren't any. It's our lack of skills.
0: Well and then people that actually have kids, the tree only looks shit for one day and then once they go to bed we rearrange it and make it look proper. Oh mate, yes. I so... didn't do
4: that this year. Fuck it. Oh good for you. That's healthy. That's healthy. Yeah. I don't I don't want to undermine their confidence in their tree. Also, the cats are trashing it. It's a shit show. It's fine. Oh. oh, okay. Okay. Now
0: I feel like I'm gaslighting my daughter. Like, did I do that? Yes. <laughs>
4: I know, symmetry. Uh You know what? I spoke to somebody the other day who has two trees: one for her kids to decorate, and then her real one for her.
0: Oh,
1: I have. I have a friend that has like two husbands: one's like, (laughs) and one's just like for her, just to enjoy.
3: (laughs) Uh. We we tried that last year. Uh, We had a felt tree upstairs for the children, and uh, it turns out they don't like uh, stylistic artistic (laughs) representations of the thing that's downstairs so (laughs) So they just came downstairs and uh, what my younger son tried to climb the tree oh Oh. okay so much Uh, but every year my husband my husband we get a real tree he gets a real tree and then he forces the children to take a picture of him holding the tree up like a man (laughs) and then he puts it on instagram saying i am a man (laughs)
0: that's christmas
3: that is christmas (laughs) that is macho christmas
4: i couldn't sum it up better well listen (laughs) i would like to hear more about everybody's christmas things which we will probably touch on later in the podcast robin i have one question for you have you ever been the victim of a crime
3: now i've thought about this and turns out, yes, and a lot, yes. and <laughs> oh, upsettingly, um, like not so. So I, I've I've had quite a few instances where I've been the victim of crime, um, but I've decided to just cover the fun ones for tonight. If that's give, all right. Give us
4: the highlights. It's yeah. Christmas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fun crimes. The one is definitely a crime. The other, I thought I would bring to you, and we could chat about whether it is Ooh, a crime. Or okay, but... love it. We're good at this. Uh, yeah, it's partly that I'm dumb, but it might also Be a bit detective. We'll be the Um, judge
4: of that. Yeah, we'll decide how dumb you are.
3: Continue. (laughs) Okay, well, let me tell you the first one. The first one was um, I got my bag nicked when I just moved to London and I was in a pub off Oxford Street. So, dumb thing number one no it's like, not it's not, you, not your fault oh it yeah. is it was I feel like I was <laughs> I was wearing a short skirt and everything I was <laughs> asking for it. um no I, I was in a pub with some, with some friends and a guy came in with a map oh, uh, that's the, the first true oh, yeah. even though Uh-oh. we have google now and he put yeah. a massive map down on our table and was like can you tell me how to get to uh, <laughs> the geez. Soviet embassy or something and uh yeah, no, and <laughs> then suddenly my bag was a, gone.
0: Such a normal question. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Where <laughs> Where my possible? bag was gone, but I, I, they take my phone, and I use my friend's phone to text my phone saying, oh, look, I don't mind you taking my stuff, but um, I just got my new glasses, and they're really, really expensive, and it's my new prescription, and please could you just just bring them back? And when I left, opened the pub door, and there were my glasses. <gasps> oh, smashing. my God. No. Yeah. Oh, that's um, amazing No, but they were smashed <gasps> Oh,
2: oh yeah. yeah
1: That was such a journey I was like, oh my god, this guy's the worst And I was like, oh my god, there's a little bit of goodness Maybe I maybe know. his grandma wore glasses Maybe he's kind of like, oh, I've gotta him <laughs> yeah, for got to give them back He saw someone with glasses wow, that
3: must be tough um, yeah. yeah, no. I, in my wow. mind, it was very, very cruel. But I don't know if, like, my glasses just fell out the bag and happened to. You. But it did it feel felt oh, like a no. bit of a. They don't of, fall out of the bag. I and swear, smash. I can swear. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this guy's a cunt. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, no,
3: <laughs> I, I thought he was saying so "fuck you, stupid brutal. glasses chick" in your oh, stupid pub. Man. But yeah, no, that's that's my tale. I did have backup <laughs> glasses so it's not so bad but you never like the backup glasses
0: and they're one prescription (laughs) off (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And they only help
4: you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> when you do um, just move to London, so that was your introduction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's horrible.
1: Things it's it's like just... the map, like they put it down, and you immediately go into sort of like I've done a bit of an um, ordnance survey, uh, sort of. I've, I've looked at <laughs> ordnance survey before. I've done some. I've done some geocaching. I, I know roads. Uh, think I'll be able to help you. You want to go northwest, northwest, maybe east, west, south, <laughs> and just like yeah, I'll get the compass out, I'm I? I like your kind of. <laughs> you, wait, that's the thing, isn't it? that's what I hate when people go like, it's you being kind. And you they use want them to excuse. help
3: You're Going to this weird class thing Where you go like This seems unlikely But maybe they haven't heard of phones And Google Maps They're foreign Other yeah. uh, than me So <laughs> But you, yeah And they play play on that it's so sad um,
1: because also that's the thing, is like what you need really is a big piece of paper. So like if I was gonna do it, I might like take in the side effects of the pill. You know when you have the pill and you take out that massive sheet <laughs> that keeps going. I'm just like, can you just tell me whether or not this is good for my body? That's another if you're listening and you're a um, you're a crook, that's another good way to it. <laughs> Excuse that's me, sir, tip. what
0: is thrombosis? <laughs> <laughs> if I see <clears> a pill, I should just take
1: two pills. That seems mental, but that's apparently what you gotta do. Uh, which reminds uh, me to uh, take four pills later because I have forgotten.
3: <laughs> I almost forgot to take a pill on Christmas Day. Oh, because you're having so much fun. Yes, and also just forgetful and quite dumb, you could say. But uh, yeah, we <laughs> just ran around going, "Are there any pharmacies open today?" But also <laughs> the fun, the extra fun part is I like just taken a sleeping pill.
0: <gasps> oh no! This <laughs> so so is on like, the clock. This is like a fucking yeah, Jason like I've got Statham movie. Before
3: I pass I know
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the opposite of crank. <laughs> <laughs> she passes out right, and she uh, yes me. Oh. <laughs> Oh
3: man. <laughs> yeah, no, my life is uh, really crazy like that. It's not crazy. Um, <laughs> oh, I love no, that. I get,
0: uh, it. I get it. You need to sedate yourself to have sex. We're all. <laughs> oh,
3: we're no, this was after. There. This was just to like.
0: <laughs> I find if I orgasm,
1: I can sleep. So I'm just saying, <laughs> no, dude.
0: Hey, but, no judgment yeah. on sleeping pills. No judgment on any of this. I'm just glad you went and got your refill.
3: <laughs> it does sound like I had a very interesting, quite specific Christmas, doesn't it? I'm... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's well, genuinely
1: the christmas movie i want to see so thank
3: you yeah, <laughs> running totally. around Golders green until
4: somebody takes pity on me it's um, a pretty good life hack too because like what's going to be open on christmas day
3: smart you're not dumb you're smart i've got to stop talking no i can no, tell you about my great. other almost crime please yeah, yeah. Go for um it. so it was a tuesday afternoon in Bound screen um and i was outside my house I think putting the bins out or something and this woman was running down the road and I lived in a residential area she saw me and she came up to me and then she's (laughs) she just started talking very fast in that way that you just want them to stop talking so you'll do anything they say and she was really sort of posh and She said, we've just moved to the area. My daughter's on a dialysis machine. Um, We're on a meter and we've run out of electricity. And can I have some money? And I don't mean to. And I just moved in down the road. And I was just like, I just gave her £20. I didn't know what to do. Um, You gave her how much? I had twenty pound notes. So twenty?
0: That's... I thought you said two hundred, and I was like, Girl. oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> this sounds awful. Here, have all my money. Oh, no, I mean no, twenty I
4: just... is bad enough, but I heard two hundred. I'm like, oh shit! Like it was a scam. I tell you all the techniques she did. She spoke very quickly. She flustered you, so you couldn't make a mm-hmm. rational decision. She was making you in a heightened state of panic. Um, taking rationality out the window, and then she was telling you a sob story, which I don't think at the hospital would let you take home a dialysis machine if you were on a like pay as you go electricity. I don't, yeah, that I sounds don't like think you're allowed incredibly to be dangerous.
0: A... Maybe the dialysis <laughs> just... machine was pay as you go. I mean, that's coming soon to the NHS, isn't oh, it? Like, that's well, that's you're gonna serious, have to put it. You're gonna have to put other in. She was from go, the future. Just...
3: I realised that there were all these like. It sounds like a scam, but the, the specificity of it was like mm. a Tuesday afternoon. Rarely people are on the street, and she was running down the street already when she saw me. So it was either an extremely long con yeah. where she kind of s- scoped out the area, but like no one's ever outside. I, d- I don't know. I that's don't. Know what, she... But I
0: think scammers are pretty clever. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I think that's exactly why it works, and they know that. Yeah, and... it's just do you know what plausible though? enough? I have met some people that are talking so fast that I would pay them twenty quid to shut up. So,
3: and <laughs> in some I mean, ways, counting on who who was the that loser? I pay myself twenty pounds all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just the same one. <laughs> But, I mean, somebody said, what posh people are on an energy meter? I, I mean, lots of posh people sound posh but are poor.
1: I guess it's the area, isn't it? Because I've heard of this, again, like, actually one of our last guests. Um, really? yeah, they was, was telling us after the show, actually, told us about a time when her mum was a victim of a scam where she works on a really like, lives on a really nice street. Someone came to her door just saying, yeah. I've just moved in next door and I need uh, £20 yeah. pounds to... But well, I don't know what she even said she needed the money for, but... Um, yeah. I bet it was
3: a diagnostic machine. Yeah. Those 20 quid dialysis machine, yeah, but, yeah. An energy meter dialysis machine. Just but because of the urgency, and as you say, all the yeah. stuff that was happening, I was like, yeah. I will give you 20 pounds, I can afford for this Mm. to save a a girl's life or be taken in. Thank you for your ruling.
4: Yeah, no, I rule
1: rule that it's a... I'm in charge, and I rule that it's... That Robin is super dumb. (laughs) No, I'm joking.
4: No, No, I'm That her empathy was used against her viciously by a scammer. And I had dog poop bags in my hand full of dog poop. Well, I mean, there we have it.
0: (laughs) Katie, it's just that little bit harder to take you seriously because you have a baby unicorn horn on you.
4: <laughs> I know. Okay, so I I should address this. For the listeners, I'm wearing my daughter's unicorn headphones because I needed headphones for this microphone and I couldn't find any. Um, and although I look adorable, slash, a bit strange, um, they are actually way too tight. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? I was going to ask and they hurt my ears. <laughs> perfect (laughs) well
3: we always ask as well robin what would you say to the perpetrators now i think to the first one it was about 10 years ago so i would say what's your eyesight like now how's it (laughs) (laughs) stamp on his Uh glasses
4: that would be great if you could do back to them what they did to you but that would be some delicious irony yeah and to
3: the other lady but hope everything's all right
4: (laughs) just in case (laughs) yeah yeah still hedging your bets with that one say hi to your
3: daughter I hope she's still alive if she exists
1: because actually like it's kind of one of those things where you're like right okay if this is a scam then I've been scammed and somebody if they're scamming me they probably maybe need the money anyway and if I'm not being scammed then I've helped someone and actually it's sometimes it's nice to know that you're a good person like that do you know what I mean because it's like
4: yeah oh well that's a nice reframe Hannah Oh, someone's put um, exactly <coughs> better be a mug than a bastard in the chat, and I think that sums it up perfectly. Aww. I w- I want that I, on I, a mug. I, I agree.
0: Nice. Do You know that what would I mean? Be a good like, mug. what a great scene! Yes. Oh my god, Sparky! Thank you, merch. thank you for that. Because oh, and it's sparky, sparky, you can have five percent
4: of the merch. Oh my
0: god! Yeah, new <laughs> n- the new Sparky collection. <laughs> drug women solving crime. Yay. <laughs> now it's time
4: drunk women
1: solving
4: crime. Alright, while Sparky gets a lawyer, I'm gonna start the true crime <laughs> section of the podcast. We are gonna be discussing somebody with the nickname The Napoleon of Crime. Ooh. So my first question is: who was the Napoleon of Crime? What kind of crimes do you think this person did? What does it conjure up for you? What are you what are you thinking the Napoleon of Crime is? Was it Napoleon?
0: Love it. Straight in, <laughs> Hannah. Was it a very short shoplifter?
3: Ooh, love it. Okay, Robin? Uh, I I was just going to say someone on a ladder that's angry. Someone on a ladder? (laughs) Not an angry ladder. Sorry, that wasn't clear. The man.
0: (laughs) You never climb an angry ladder. (laughs) I
4: tell you what.
3: That's a mug (laughs) saying right there. (laughs) Another mug.
4: None of you were right, but I'm giving it to Robin because I liked her answer the best. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, Okay, so now there are three possible correct answers, which I will very quickly take you through. Fans of musicals might know that T.S. Eliot wrote a cat's poem about a certain crime boss called Macavity, Uh but he had nicked the moniker, the Napoleon of Crime, from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, whose Sherlock Holmes in 1893 used it to describe his antagonist, Professor Moriarty. Oh. But he had nicked it from the real person, super criminal, Adam Worth. And Adam that Worth. is who. Yes, we are discussing today the original Napoleon of Crime.
0: And that's who Moriarty was based on?
4: Yes. <laughs> wow, I didn't know and it was who, based on a real person. Yeah. yeah. And who Macavity, for, off of Cats, was based yes. on. Yes, so T.S. Eliot, so all the descriptions that Macavity gets in Cats, like... My cavities a ginger cat. Anyway, um, I can't <laughs> sing, so it's... <laughs> it's fun. It's a bit of fun. That's one of the things that he gets described mm-hmm. as. We've touched on this a little bit, but question, what kind of crimes do we think the Napoleon of crime committed?
1: Well, it's got to be something that doesn't need opposable thumbs because uh, it's got to be a cat as well. A cat has to suit these <laughs> crimes. So I'm going to say cat burglar. <gasps>
4: hey. Oh. Hey. Hello.
0: That's good thinking. Just to continue the puns, I don't know a whole lot about Sherlock Holmes, but I have seen Sherlock Gnomes, children's <laughs> film. Uh, and Moriarty is a real copycat. Oh, so like a disguise criminal? Thing. Yeah. So yeah. I think he's sort of uh, yeah, yeah, copycat crimes. Okay. There we go.
3: Love it, Robin. Mm. Anything to add? Uh, well, I think maybe art forgery with the cat nice. burglary criminal of many talents.
4: Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You're not wrong. You will get a point although Robin is again technically the correctest
3: but you were (laughs) all on the right
4: um, money because he did a lot of crimes by 1865 he was the most successful safe cracker and bank robber in New York City and then he he goes on he does impersonations he does fraud he does conning he stole art he went international we have a lot to cover (laughs) we are all right we're all correct he's a polymath and that's all that matters Um, (laughs) okay so join me now as we picture the hot priest from Fleabag who played Moriarty in that thing with what's his face as we journey back in time okay so adam worth was born in 1844 he was poor and he was german and uh, when he was five his family moved to america and then in 1854 he ran away from home don't know if he ran from boston or to boston but in 1960 he goes to new york city and he works in a department store for one month but my first question now this actually technically my third my next question for you is (laughs) (laughs) what, what happens when he is 17 oh and is he working in the store at that point no he's left the store so i'll tell you what what happens when he is 17 and further question what does he do about it Um, okay
2: mm.
4: okay and just to remind you he was born in 1844 and he is now 17
1: so there's a war maybe i'm feeling like he's a young man i feel like there's a war and i feel like he's like but i'm a shop guy i'm like i know how to use the tills i need to stay here and help with the shopping so
4: ding, I think ding, that maybe... Ding. Oh, yay! But not... Well, it is a war. It is the American Civil War, which breaks out. He does not try and dodge it because he's working in a shop. So oh. you were wrong about that. Is it because he's a cat? <laughs> yeah. They were like, we can't have cats in this shop. I can't fight. <laughs> too adorable. Does he do dogs? Um, so... And he joins up and he lies about his age and he enlisted in the Union Army. Um, they're the good guys, if we're going <laughs> to
1: do it in, in those terms no it's good to know it's good to know because with I mean, a cat you never know do you? there are good
4: people on both sides, sides. <laughs> Nice, nice. Some
0: very fine people. Some very fine people (laughs) are (laughs) confederates. So
4: he gets wounded in the Second Battle of Bull Runyon in 1862. He gets shipped to Georgetown Hospital in Washington, D.C. In hospital, he learns something. Question, what does he learn? The power power of friendship. Okay, we have the power of friendship and we have piano, which I love both of those answers. Taylor, what do you think he learns? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Wonderful stuff. All very existential. He learns (laughs) that they think he's dead. He has been listed as killed in Action, there's this oh. other guy, Adam Worth, with an I, not an O. Um, That's Adam. Adam Worth, Adam. But you know what? Things, I'm, I'm like, you know when you're just like a little bit tired? Well, a lot tired and you take everything really literally. I can't, like, even Hannah's jokes about cats, I'm like, it's not a cat, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, no.
1: <laughs> okay, noted, noted.
4: No, you can keep doing it because I need to work on my. Um, <laughs> masking my various <laughs> things I get wrong. Um, so, um, this is a guy, Adam Worth, with an I, who also served. They got mixed up, whatever. So he leaves. Adam Worth becomes a bounty jumper. Do you guys know what a bounty jumper is?
1: No, it's like a Christmas jumper, but for... Coconut.
4: Is it a yeah. bounty hunter, but they hop into the... No, I can see why you would think that. Do you have any guesses, Robin?
3: Parachute. Ah, nice. no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so is it like is it a bit like a sort of john wick situation where you jump from bounty to bounty so you're kind of like i'm gonna you know just in terms of the a bounty mm. on someone's head
4: you're along the right lines it's actually it's someone who doesn't eat the bounties in the cellar it's not like <laughs> in, the, in the celebration tin uh now it is so basically what it is is the conscription act of 1863 meant that if somebody was it forcibly enlisted into the army they could pay a bounty to someone else to replace them <gasps> wow. but what these bounty jumpers would do is they would oh, take that man. money and then still flee the army
1: oh shit okay
0: so
4: yeah so they they were trying They to didn't keep... see that coming did they well they had what to could change... go wrong genuinely they... <laughs> (laughs) they... (laughs) They had to change the law because this kept happening. So they would do it both sides of the army, Union and Confederate... And the bounties varied from, like, all these different prices. And then um, bounty jumpers would do this multiple times and collect multiple bounties. They had to change that rule. Fun fact, it was more profitable in the North because the Union dollar was worth more than the Confederate dollar. And then also, just this is, I'll quickly tell you this because we've got so much to get through, but, like, loads of them that had defected, all these bounty jumpers, like, all went to New York. And there was just, like, this one day where they all got arrested in a brothel. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're dealing with here.
3: In my head, it's still cats, so they're all, like... <laughs> Getting rested like that. I've really, I
4: really screwed it with this T.S. Eliot thing. <laughs> what were cats doing in a brothel? So Worth is not in the brothel. He escapes. I and mean, he's out there under all these assumed names. All right, question. What agency <laughs> that we did a case on tried to catch him? Pinkerton. I mean, yes. Yes. It is the Pinkertons. Oh, and the chat guys know it too. Pink like my face. Somebody said Taylor's face is so
0: red. I'm like, and I wrote in the chat, like, no, it's just my lamp. And then I moved my lamp. I'm like, no, I'm red as hell. (laughs) I'm very red. Oh, wait, no. Part of it is new update on my laptop and the background is red. Let's blame that. It's that okay mm.
1: sure 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 sure, sure, sure. sure, 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 sure. <laughs> wow so it's a Pinkerton case this is quite exciting. Like, this has got everyone and everything yeah yes
4: this is this is a bit of fun it's got it right it's so fun you need unicorn headphones i can see how they're distracted because every time i look up i'm like oh yeah i'm i'm still wearing those okay um now They're after him. So he flees from New York City and he goes to Portsmouth. And then he's a pickpocket for a bit after the war. He starts a gang of pickpockets, very artful dodger. He starts organising robberies and heists. Now, I'm giving you a choice of question for your next question. Would you like to know the crime and guess the sentence or know the sentence and guess the crime that he gets arrested for and does a little bit of time for?
0: Oh, geez, I've had too much of a week to even understand that question. (laughs) Give us the sentence because he does so many
1: crimes that... um we could we could pick one go on
0: all
4: right there we he, go yeah he gets three years in sing sing prison what did he do that's quite a lot so we wouldn't have murdered someone i think because i think you get more than that robbed what? a bank robbed a bank mm-hmm. love mm-hmm.
0: it but it wasn't a great bank it was just like yeah. a local branch so they're like attempted attempted. I,
4: robbery, I would say attempted mm, armed robbery attempted. nice Robbery.
1: Katie, I'd like to ask it for the other way around now, actually. Could you tell us the <laughs> crime, and then I'll tell you how long you got in Sing Sing. <laughs> so uh, you're such it. a scammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Adam West, or whatever it was called. Adam
4: West. It's me, Adam West. <laughs> oh. Catman.
0: Catman, guys, come on. just to I Hey, I was in there. I was in there.
4: <laughs> I will tell you, he stole the cash box from an Adams Express wagon.
0: That's like a bank just a bank on wheels you can
4: have a point Taylor that's your point thank you Uh, now he busts out of there and he resumes crimes in 1866 he starts working for a prominent criminal gang organizer called Frederica Marm Mandelbaum you may remember her from a case that we once did yes
0: (gasps) she's a badass you're doing (laughs) the six degrees of Kevin Bacon of all of our episodes like we're linking to everything we've done done. it's great she's been like
4: and then Lizzie Borden walked in
0: and. (laughs)
4: Yeah, but it's like it's weird when you learn that, like, oh, the Blooms preset knew each other, and like they, and then it's kind of like, oh, all these criminals hung out. It was so cool. They did. It was nice. It was like Studio
0: Fifty Four, legit pack.
4: She helps him um, expand into bank and store robberies and then he starts to plan his own robberies. So it's a very man in a writer's room. It's like, how do we do the robberies? Oh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, everyone, I've got a great idea how to do some robberies. <laughs> um, but they're, like, friends and she trains them up a bit. So in 1869, he helps her break a safe cracker called Charlie Bullard out of the White Plains Jail. Question, how?
1: If anyone can, like, break themselves out, surely it's a safe <laughs> cracker guy. Like, you feel like he had the tools. I don't think they put they probably don't put that on, on a prison cell just, like, just in case you guess <laughs> the four digit number you can get out I'm going to say explosives I think they blew Ooh, him out
4: love it explosives Robin Taylor uh, I think they buttered
0: him out <laughs> butter butter Nice. Okay, just the old grease method. Magnets,
4: magnets. That would be awesome, and we haven't had a magnets one. Before. I've seen breaking that. Would be that. very cool. And I was <laughs> just gonna say, like, mm. none of you are right. I'm afraid it was a tunnel. The correct answer is tunnel. Um, oh, love that for them. That's classic, isn't it? Classic,
0: very James, classic, class, classic. Um, then, he... and I feel like you've really worked for it. Like if you've
4: dug for that long, get out. Yeah. <laughs> how? Um then it's he teamed up with this freshly busted out bullard guy and together they robbed the vault of the Boylston National Park in Boston. Question, how?
1: Magnets. Magnets. Sorry, Robin, I'm
4: I've taken you yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Boston they've robbed Magnus. the. They've robbed
0: a bank <laughs> in a national park? Boylston National Bank in, in Boston. Oh, I thought you said in a national park. And I'm like, what national park is a bank in the middle of it? Like, I just need to get out a few hundred dollars so I can look at the bears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Kate, you did say park, I think. <laughs> did yeah, yeah. I? Because I thought that... <laughs> I do apologize. No, I got really excited yeah. at, like, the possibilities. Who do you bank with, Yellowstone? <laughs> <laughs> um. It's got great views. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the geyser plan. Yeah, I get free checking. International charge, but that's standard. <laughs> How did they break into... Another tunnel. It was a tunnel. Oh. Yes, a tunnel, because if maybe, you're good at something, why change it They up? do
4: tunnels. That's working for them. Yes. Okay, now who does this bank call to try and help them catch Adam Worth and Bullard? Who Ooh. can you call? Is it Mom Mendelbaum? Mendelbaum? No, she's a bad guy. But the I, other uh, case was... She could have turned on him. Who did the police call? Who would be... No, the bank. Who did the bank call? Who did the bank call? They don't call... Well, that could be your answer to the police, or it who could be Who would rat them out? The... i
1: tell you who would rat them out. A cat. Was it? No. It doesn't work.
4: I love that the chat is saying Ghostbusters. It's really hard not to once you say who can... who. who can I know. <laughs> uh, one of the answers in the chat is correct. Ninja again. Yay!
0: Oh, it's the same answer.
4: Pinkertons, Pinkertons
0: again. Okay, so they're getting Pinkertons... so much business. They're doing so
4: well. <laughs> well, that's how bad the police probably Always are. Always invest
0: in the National Park Bank.
4: <laughs> yeah. So they track the shipment of trunks they use to move the loot to New York. So they decide to flee. Can I just check? By trunks, you don't mean they're wearing little speedos and they've
1: got money in. And... Okay, no, just. I to... mean,
4: unless I've grossly misread this case. <laughs> So they move to Liverpool, England, and they reinvent themselves. They go to the rest of Europe, but they start in Liverpool and they give themselves new identities.
0: They're the Beatles. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know the backstory.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They should. They should do that. They pretend they're super posh. So Bullard becomes Charles H. Wells, a Texas oilman, and Worth becomes Henry Judson Raymond, a financier. Oh, good names for those roles. Yeah, well done.
0: Mm. (laughs) Go with the triple name. You're (laughs) in.
4: They keep these IDs for years. They go to Paris. Okay, I'm going to just give you some of the fun drama now they both fall in, in paris they both fall in love with a barmaid called kitty flyn yes. she eventually learns their real ids she marries bullard but apparently keeps banging worth i don't know if they're having a throuple i don't know what situation they've got now she has two babies one they're both girls. One born in 1870, and then seven years later, another one. Lucy. Oh, and she's the
0: Yoko Ono of the group. This just
4: got oh, heavy. Oh, yeah. And then both men said the babies were theirs. Mm. I'll give you a little foreshadowing. Fun fact: William Pinkerton, son of Alan Pinkerton, who will come up again later, thought that Adam sure. Worth Billy huh was the dad. That guy, Billy Pinks. He thought that will, that Worth was the dad of both of these kids. Right. So, Based on just that was his that was what he thought okay. they Their have devastating
0: riskers. good looks <laughs> whiskers <Well, laughs> like, you so, so that any, they both wanted the children to be theirs because that's a twist in the usual <laughs> running away from paternity like they're mine and yeah, i will do right, right? by them <laughs> because a i'm a beetle <laughs> <laughs> i'm a good dad drunk women so they
2: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.
4: Bullard and Kitty go off on honeymoon, so Worth robs a few pawn shops while they're away. And then when they get back to Paris, they all set up an illegal gambling den together, but they don't call it that. They call it an American bar. <laughs> um, and it's got a restaurant and bar downstairs and the gambling is upstairs because that's illegal. So they've got to hide what they're doing. Oh, man. So question, how did they disguise the gambling dent upstairs? And the I'll give you a clue. Think cartoonish.
3: All the tables wow. turn upside down. When they shoot guns, uh, whipped cream comes out and all, they're all children. <sighs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That is an awesome cartoonish answer. Or cats. Can't,
0: I have nothing further to add, Your Honour. <laughs> That's brilliant.
3: <laughs> They've got so many names now that I'm getting them mixed up. But one man I know. and the woman went on honeymoon and Adam Worth was like, peck him, like hands in pockets, kicking around the streets of yeah! Paris. Like, well, I guess I'll just rub some banks, I guess. Yeah, mm.
4: it is. It's literally that, yeah. <laughs> uh, was
3: it um, just
0: like a a, a bookcase that So it's like TGI Fridays downstairs and then a library upstairs. But, ooh, push the book and you're in Vegas now. Do you have anything to add, Hannah? To be honest,
1: the whole time I've been looking at uh, Beatles songs trying to work out something that's (laughs) cat-based and I've got nothing and I'm really... The the most I've got is I want to hold your paw. It's rubbish and I'm really upset. So I've not listened to the last five minutes. (laughs) No, I was thinking, was it... um, are we in Liverpool? Do we go back to Liverpool for the American No, we're in bar? Paris at the moment. Oh, we're in Paris now. Then in which case I, I would like to go to um, I would like to back up Robin and say it was the uh, the cream coming out of the uh, mm. machine guns. Is it
0: cream? Fucking hell. Okay. Imagine opening an American restaurant in Paris. Like, that's a ballsy move.
4: Robin and Taylor get a point. Hannah, you get half a point? Because you just kind of copied them. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, thank
1: you for um, for making me
4: achieve with that. Cheetahs prosper when I'm in charge. (laughs) Also, if I was in charge, the NHS would be paid a fair wage, support the strikes. People in the future, which hopefully has all been sorted and everyone's paid a fair wage. That was a really good segue. I think that definitely worked. So... It was as cartoonish as you guys said. It was, well, it was nearly as cartoonish. Basically, they were built so that they could be folded into the walls and the floor. Oh, wow, that's cool. It is is more or less exactly what you said. Oh, that's um, fun. uh, Except when you're the guy left and they're like, hey, I'm still at the table. (laughs) I'm still at the table. (laughs) Yeah, there could be some health and safety accidents, but otherwise, cool. Oh, yay, in the chat. Yay, NHS. Hooray.
1: (laughs) Because I was worried that all of our listeners think the NHS can go fuck itself, I'm pleased. Oh, no,
4: but we have <laughs> NHS nurses in here. You're amazing. Yeah, support strikes, hundred percent. Okay, so they had a buzzer that would be sounded downstairs to alert the customers before any police raid went <clears> upstairs. <throat> um, oh, that. But the police in Paris were actually in disarray after the events of the Paris Commune, which, as I'm sure you all know, was the Franco-Prussian War of 1870 to 71, which was a re- when a revolutionary government seized power for two months which was really progressive and had socialism and was anti-religious and stuff. But that didn't last. And then it went back to normal. Well, (laughs) Katie,
0: I think that's a bit reductive.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe a tiny bit reductive. Can you sum up a war in one sentence? I mean, it was the second one. There you go.
0: (laughs) 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 that's pretty good so they were tied up with something bigger
4: yeah so so to start with no one gives a shit anyway and then um so like he's you know doing crimes he's doing other he's got some comrades from new york they're doing all their little crimes um but then in 1873 william pinkerton who is by then the president of the pinkertons visits the place and they recognize each other
0: (gasps) oh shit billy pinks came back
4: Yes, and Into then the story. suddenly they're being oh. raided all the time. Do you know what, I'd be
1: so annoyed, because I feel like if I moved to France, I would become unrecognisable. <laughs> I would just be like, you know, I'd wear berets, and I'd be, you <laughs> want to reinvent yourself if you move to France. You just go like, I guess I'm really chic now. And if somebody goes, oh, it's, it's, it's Hannah, and I'd be like, yes, I'm wearing this Christmas jumper with a beret, but sure. <laughs>
4: <Aww. laughs> Zutalor, de who is this Hannah you speak of? <laughs> Sorry, French people, that was a very bad accent. <laughs> Just say
1: you're
0: half French, it's easy. (laughs) She's a French unicorn, they're different. Yeah. They have their own French language.
4: (laughs) So they're getting raided so much that it's not worth trying to keep the gambling den going. So they abandon the restaurant and they go to England again. They don't go to Liverpool this time. They go to Manchester and become an (laughs) oasis. Yeah! (laughs) What they do is they go to London and they join High Society. Ooh, um, so they band.
0: They, <laughs> these guys are so motivated. I just want to applaud the effort. like they're just so driven.
3: Yeah. I'm very tired thinking about it. I, mean, I can't go upstairs I know, getting... what do
0: they do for fun?
4: <coughs> I, oh, maybe this is their fun.
0: How do they relax? It does sound fun. I mean, if you're going to be a criminal, wow, this is the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah.
4: is. I mean, I imagine they've got dopamine hits galore out of all oh. this. I imagine. I, I don't know what that's like, no. Right. <laughs> anyway. um, so, um, they join High Society, they buy Western Lodge in Clapham Common and they lease an apartment in Mayfair. They've got a steam yacht. He's got racehorses in different areas codes he's got the whole thing <laughs> going on oh and shit they build a new criminal network together and they organize major robberies and burglaries because they got to finance this high stuff but it all goes through intermediaries so no one all the people that worked in his schemes never knew his name and he also insisted on something question what did he insist on was it whiskers <laughs> so <Sorry>, i'm just
1: <laughs> just just cat food. Just, Cats. Sorry, I'm gonna and I'm a, gonna stop this thread soon. A little a little toy with a mask on a string.
0: <laughs> was it hierarchical? So only the people right under him ever reported to him or saw him, and all the other minions like had no access to him, didn't know who he was. Um, Guys, I said hierarchical.
4: That <laughs> so was very impressive. That was a Thanks. great answer, Robin. Thanks. What's your answer? Was it a a,
3: a mask? Like a disguise, anonymity, a mask. Yeah. Was it any Excellent of those three answers. things that I said? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, we're all None just of, saying words at this point. It also yeah. feels like it's like, if it's anonymity,
1: but we do know an awful lot about him, don't we? So I almost feel like he insists, like, Conan Doyle is somewhere witnessing what he does or mm. Andrew Lloyd mm. Webber is there and he can see Oh, it, like know.
0: documenting it, like the opposite. <clears throat> like, you're writing this down, right? You're writing this yeah, down. You That's you will a see good how answer. This,
4: this all comes out and you will see how it all comes out. Oh. So hold that thought. None of you are correct. <clears throat> Um, Yay. His, he insisted that his subordinates, no one should use violence. <gasps> oh, okay. Oh. All right. My next question is Did they stick to this? No. No, from Taylor? It would be very difficult
0: to stick to that in this line of work, I think. It would like, be. Like, it's yeah. one thing to have a get, because we've had like heist stories where they're like, okay, we'll rob, but we won't hurt people. But that's like one task this is mm. too many people operating against too many forces to never use violence
3: yeah. it depends what his definition of violence is like a loud shirt <laughs> 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 i don't know I, he's very much a success story i would think for aspiring mm-hmm. international beetle criminals maybe people might think this is the secret, yeah. Like on um, mm. Twin Flames*, but for crime.
4: Okay, so you going with yes, or you going with maybe?
3: Yes, I am. Okay,
4: yeah, love it. Yes, from Robin, Hannah, George, yeah or nay. That, I think they didn't use
1: violence because I think that's where Doctor Who got it from. Because, <laughs> as we know, everyone's copied him. Sherlock was written by Stephen Moffat, and Stephen Moffat right. wrote. Doctor, <laughs> he didn't originate Doctor Who, to be fair. But I'm just mm-hmm. trying to link it via TV oh. writers that it's gone all the way around, and he did. He did nobody was violent and if they That's... were he, he
4: got rid of them immediately I see yeah so you got a train of influence I like how you showed you're working Robin and Hannah are correct Taylor is incorrect nobody um, did I no... even
0: answer I mean I don't
4: mind You said. you said <laughs> no <laughs> that they that they did use violence, but they oh, didn't. Um, okay. There was no bloodshed for his big and international crimes. Okay.
0: Somebody yeah. wrote Sergeant Pepper's Discreet Crime <laughs> Club. <laughs> Yay. And that somebody nice. is doing our merch line. So Sparky, just stay tuned.
4: We've got some assignments for you. Because no one used violence, this made him incredibly difficult to track because dead bodies are clues. And I've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> So, Scotland Yard eventually learn of his networks, but they can't prove anything and no one knows his real name. But there's one Inspector Shaw who makes it his mission to get him. So there's this guy. So, actually, Scotland Yard detective Robert Anderson is the one who nicknamed him the Napoleon of the criminal world because of his short stature. But as people who like to tell you Frankenstein was a creator, not the monster will tell you, Napoleon wasn't even that short. So burn on you, Detective Anderson.
0: He wasn't, Um, wasn't he? He was like Tom cruise height.
4: Wow, actually, how tall is Tom? do you know how tall Tom Cruise is? He's five eight. very tall. Oh, I think. okay, he is he is shorter and, than Tom Cruise, or he might be 5'7". seven. He might be five seven, five seven, five eight. 5'7", oh, okay. so about so this so Napoleon, not this Tom Worth. I don't know how tall Tom Worth was actually, but Napoleon was five foot six, which makes him about one inch shorter than the average for the time. Wow. <laughs> Oh. But he died in 1821. But yeah, but I think though you know, like how Hitler only had one ball. I think it was a way to undermine his authority. I don't know. I know it's
0: so cruel. People can be so cruel. <laughs> People are so mean so mean girls when someone's painter. Leave
4: alone. <laughs> It's, he doesn't like, mean to have one, Paul. Like, teenage girls and dictators have a lot in common.
3: Height <laughs> charts are written by the winners of war. The victors, yeah. sorry, not the winners.
0: That sounds like a little throwaway statement, but you could write a book with that as the premise, Katie. That's, like, brilliant. Or a mug. Teenage girls and dictators, honestly,
4: that's I great. Can... It's at least a dissertation.
0: Yeah, a dissertation, <laughs> maybe. Start with that. Maybe a thesis. Um... <laughs> be a blog
1: i love that rather a, than people paying to read it i'll pay to write it <laughs> oh yeah you're
4: right it should be the book is more profitable where is my head at i'm not a good capitalist now but that's interesting isn't it just there uh, yeah yeah and it's also how name calling is like the worst thing in both of those circles for some reason stuff starts unraveling there's like Understood. this thing where his brother is like sent to cash a forged check uh, but he gets arrested and extradited to England. So then Worth has to exonerate him and get him sent back to the States. But then four of his associates are arrested in Istanbul for sp- spreading more forged letters of credit. He's so international. And then that's Very well travelled. He's very well travelled. All his crimes are all over the place. He has to buy off the judges and the police, but that's very expensive. Uh. Um, and then also Bullard, his partner, who's still married to Kitty Flynn... Um, is getting very drunk and increasingly violent. And one source said his alcoholism had worsened. So he goes to New York and Kitty follows him. So that's the end of the throuple. And then Worth's next crime is pretty significant. So basically what he does is he steals this famous painting. In 1876, there's this... I don't want to bore everybody with names. There's loads of names, but some guy who's a painter, Thomas Gainsborough... He had he painted a picture and it had been missing for 50 years. Oh, okay. Um, and it was of Georgie, Georgiana Cavendish, the Duchess of Devonshire from a London gallery. But this painting is amazing and it's been missing for 50 years. And it, this Duchess in it is basically their version of Princess Di. Like mm-hmm. everyone was obsessed with her. The painter had painted her at the height of his powers. Um, and everyone had gossiped about this Duchess the way they had about Princess Di. So right. it's a big deal, this painting. And it had been missing. It turned the up at the home The people's Duchess. Of, I get it. The people's Duchess. <laughs> yeah. It turned up at the home of Mrs. Margoin, Mar- Goyne- who had scissored off the leg so that it would fit over her mantelpiece. And then- oh, oh, no, I
0: know. <laughs> I know, right? A real art lover,
4: a real art lover.
0: I
1: love that, that's amazing. Yeah,
0: you know what, Mona Lisa, I'm just going to fix that smile. <laughs> it bothers me. Was
3: it like that restored... Um- christ painting oh
4: my god yes (laughs) Yes, that's what came to mind that was so funny oh that's so good
3: it was very very lovely it's
4: like if ever you need cheering up go and have a look at that (laughs) on the internet it's very (laughs) Um, so it got discovered in 1841 by john bentley somebody buys it for ten thousand guineas but before they even get it Worth has stolen it from under them.
3: Um, And he's cut it from the frame. When you turned over the paper, I thought you were going to show us that. And here is the painting I have in here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I was quite excited. We we'll tweet it later. <laughs> I wasn't that organized. And now I have it. <laughs> yeah.
4: What a twist. Now, the people that he robbed with thought that they were going to all sell it and get the money, but he wanted to keep it. Also, it's pretty hot and hard to sell. So this is sort of the acceleration of the downfall, because these people that thought they were going to get a little windfall start talking. Mm. So one of them talks to the Pinkertons. One of He
0: got greedy. Little... He st- it always ends up with like, you know what? Maybe I'll just keep this for me and it it backfires. Be a generous criminal. That's all I'm
4: saying. Yeah. I mean, he was for the most part, but this just mm. ruffled a few people. So little Joe talks to the Pinkertons. The Pinkertons alert Scotland Yard, but no one can prove anything. Worth continues doing crimes and loving this painting in secret. He takes it with him everywhere he travels. He rolled it up and put it in the false bottom of his trunk. Again, Ooh, can we just talk about what trunk?
1: I mean, because if that's got a false bottom, I just, I'm, I'm a bit worried. What happens next? <laughs>
0: Is that a priceless painting in your pants? Are you just happy to see me?
3: I think Black Eyed Peas did a song about it. (laughs) It rhymes with trunk. Uh, It might be trunk. I can't remember. My my humps. No, not my humps. Stop talking, Robin.
0: My trunk. Yes. My artistic hump. Check it out. (laughs) I stole this art.
3: uh... I met a girl down at the (laughs) art club.
4: So he keeps this painting and he's in it's in his trunk whatever trunk it is, and then he um, he slept with it, stretched out flat between the... Every night he'd unravel it and put it between the boards and his mattress, so he'd slept on top of it every night and then he'd roll it back up and hide it again. In 1880... That feels
0: like a kink thing, not a let's preserve <laughs> I mean, the sorry
4: thing. It's like a kind of a weird ego eccentricity. Yeah. He gets married in 1880 to Louise Boljan, but he's still under the name Henry Raymond at that point, and we don't know if she knew who he really was, but they have two kids... And then finally, he smuggles this painting back to the USA, and he leaves it there. Question: How long is the beloved painting in his possession?
0: Ooh, I got this. <laughs> Just because I pulled my headphones out, so I have no idea what's going on. Oh. I'm sneezing. <laughs> um. So he, how long? How much
1: longer did he have the painting for when he got it back to America?
4: Well, how, how long was the painting in his possession?
0: Twenty wait how old is he now in his 40s i'm sticking with 20 years 20 years
1: okay love it i'm gonna go until like the day he died and then some because i reckon he's buried with it in his grave
4: (laughs) okay so So if you're gonna
1: sleep on it i reckon you're gonna
4: yeah okay long from hannah i'm gonna say five years five years in that case taylor wins it was 25 years (gasps) i won We yes. do got this
0: I won. i'm getting lost in the chat i'm trying
4: not to so adam worth was not- notorious yet beloved his strict code of honor meant that he only stole from the upper classes and he ran an anti-bloodshed health and safety routine so like you know the media had been closely um following his case as this mysterious criminal now he's nearly 50 years old when he gets caught in 1892 Okay, and this is sad, actually. Oh. Um, but Bullard, his ex-drunk partner and thropple friend, his um, ex-drunk <laughs> partner. <laughs> I mean, this guy's a messy bitch. Like, <laughs> don't do crimes with him. So he has joined forces with one of Adam Worth's enemies, this guy Max Shinburn, and they do a job in Belgium and get caught. And Worth goes to Belgium to try and visit Bullard in jail, but finds that he has died.
1: Oh,
4: wow! So he doesn't even get to. See see this guy but then he's kind of all like I don't know grief stricken but he like basically does this impromptu robbery that he has not planned properly and it's like this money delivery car in Liege and it's not well and he uses two untried associates It's like, you've got to be in a good frame of mind if you're going to test new material, guys. (laughs) Um, So it goes wrong. He gets caught on the spot and the others flee, but he refuses to ID himself. But then these Belgian cops, anyway, they work out, they get the Pinkertons, they work out who it is. Max Shinburn is now in jail and he tells the police everything he knew. So they've got all this dirt on worth now. Basically, Kitty Flynn then, like, kind of bails him out. (laughs) These names are always great. Sorry.
0: They're just so made up. (laughs) They do. Kenny Flynn. Yeah, they're not. Reporting is... <laughs> for <laughs> Oh, my shinburn. children's father is is no business of yours.
1: <laughs> Max Shinburn just sounds like something you get when you're playing football as a kid. <laughs> it's a
3: mid Shinburn and a mid Shinburn team. No, it's just a
4: minor Shinburn. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kitty Flynn, who was married to Bullard and who might have had his kids, pays for his defence. The trial is in 1893. The prosecutor used everything that he could possibly use. Question. Did Worth plead guilty?
1: Oh, I feel by the end he wanted to get caught because he's he's done mm. it for so long and then he's using people that aren't tried and tested. He's doing something without much thought. I think he's just like, do you know what? It's time for bed.
3: <laughs> okay. He's made some poor decisions lately. So I, I, I'm not sure he would. He might go, I, I have a great <laughs> idea, which is actually a bad idea. I okay.
0: think he's got too much of an ego. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Okay. To give in.
4: Worth did not plead guilty. He flatly denied that he had anything to do with all the various crimes, saying the last robbery had been a stupid act he committed out of a need for money. And all the other ones, British police, American police, were mere hearsay, he said. And that he claimed that all of his wealth came out of legal gambling. But no one bought that. So he was sentenced to seven years for robbery and he was sent to uh, Livorn Prison. And then this is... Really sad bit. This guy, Max Shinburn, fucking hates him so much. I actually didn't have time to research whatever beef they had between each other, but he hired inmates to beat Worth Mm. up while Worth was in prison. Mm. And then also later, Worth heard that this other guy, Johnny Curtin, was supposed to have. No,
1: no, we can't just go straight over Johnny Curtin. (laughs) No, we can't. (laughs) He really needed to pull himself
0: together. (laughs) Oh that's jonathan curtains to you
4: is it curtains <laughs> are you <laughs> shitting me it's johnny curtis so it's c-u-r-t-i-n One curtain. Uh,
0: okay. if
4: that makes any difference it doesn't it doesn't
0: because <laughs> no. it's a podcast it's audio I've been <laughs> a lot is this
1: irrelevant podcast
0: oh god Johnny oh a god. curtain <laughs> from now well, on these
1: will be known as Johnny oh Johnny <laughs>
4: yay well, I look, cannot no listen Johnny curtain's a bad guy don't wait to hear what he did don't <laughs> name yes, your curtains yeah so are Hannah's <laughs> curtains look at them
3: <laughs> oh girl
0: oh well come We're on out now no, ladies
3: come on please I can't believe Some we've decorum. never named
4: your curtains <laughs> We never named your curtains. Yeah, it's supposed to be a female workplace, guys. Johnny curtains. Sign, sign. It's Hannah's a curtains, love Dana. hate thing. Take it's that back.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, um, Hannah. Are you okay?
1: I'm okay. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. And thank you, Robin, for trying to calm us all down because that was a really <laughs> nice voice you did there. You were <laughs> lady. I loved yeah.
3: it. I was like, I will do anything this woman says. <laughs> I'm the voice of several lifts in uh, Southeast England. Oh my god, that's amazing! It's really. Are you actually? Yeah.
0: Oh, you're so good. Okay, yeah. give us a sample, please. You can scam me any day. <laughs> be a lift. Be a lift. Rob and go.
3: Floor one. I'm a bit sort of depressive. Okay. Floor two. <laughs> <laughs> <Three>. <laughs>
4: People don't want their lifts too happy. No. Welcome to the lift. Yeah, no, that's not. So, right. I was <laughs> I was once in a lift, and it was really like an annoyed lift. It wasn't you. It was like um, this lift was like like floor one or whatever. Like, but really like pissed off, and like it was like that. She was saying like, yeah, my lift.
3: <laughs> my so, there's one in our it's local like really cinema cross. that like it doesn't sit. Again. Floor one. <laughs> <laughs> You want it
0: to be sure, don't you? You don't want your life to be ambivalent, no (laughs) Oh I my love God. the fact that we're
1: overrunning, but we're literally just like let's talk about okay. for a bit because it's brilliant.
0: I can't help it when you start you. saying silly voices. Okay, go, go. Floor
4: right.
0: Johnny Curtin okay. was Johnny a bad was going man. To take
4: care of this Sorry. guy's wife, and instead he seduced her and abandoned her. She gets committed to an asylum. The wife the children... was called Gertrude Drex. <laughs> no, we do know her name, but I can't remember what it. Is. Anyway, Mark Carling. Right, Worth gets released for good behavior in 1897. He returned to London and stole four thousand pounds from a diamond shop to get funds. When he visited his wife in the asylum, she barely recognized him. He traveled to New York and visited he his children. In and <laughs> <laughs> it was too shiny. Um, anyway, he.
0: Okay, oh I'll, quick, I'll really quickly tell you this. Age me. <laughs>
1: Taylor loses it it's my
4: favorite (laughs) alright right, right. real quick he lives out the rest of his life with his kids but before he dies he goes to meet William Pinkerton and he described the events of his life in great detail the manuscript that Pinkerton wrote after Worth left is preserved in the archives of the Pinkerton Detective Agency in California and the painting like had a happy ending as well it's still between
0: the mattresses (laughs) Where is it's, it
4: now? No, it did know? get it's. Um, it's yeah. Somewhere. Is it in a museum somewhere? It's been. Yeah, a, it's. I think it's in a private collection now. <laughs> With the feet. I cut imagine off. it's very <laughs> oh, creased. Oh, okay. In all oh, right. Painting, painting, painting. Ooh, in I 1991, it, it went on the auction block at Sotheby's, um, and it was a present for the Duke of Devonshire. And now it's in Chatsworth House. Oh, oh so it's local. Yeah, go and we see can it, guys. all We can all see it. And trimmed um, a book by Ben McIntyre called Napoleon of Crime. If anyone wants to know more,
0: my oh God, Christ. what a Amazing. life! What a life! And also, that... when you say he lived with his kids, were they possibly Bullworth?
4: Is that his name? Bullfrogs' kids? No, because that guy had gone when this guy he was married. gone. So they were definitely so... Adams' kids. They were definitely his kids. But okay. the Pinkerton guy thinks that Bullard's kids were actually right. Worth's kids. So why okay. does he think? Oh.
3: That? Oh what is
4: what is because they were banging so much i guess worth told him the whole story of how they were like fucking all the time i don't know <laughs> but like that would be the only reason that they could be his kids Okay. They just Wait, looked... what? That's how kids are made. <laughs> but so the
3: Okay. Um, did he have specific info about how the Thrupple worked, like logistically?
4: No. We <laughs> now, want to we be know fair, more
0: about
3: the Thrupple.
4: I have used the word Thrupple, okay. but the sources did say that they both were fucking this. Okay. The sources didn't say fucking, but they both <laughs> fell in love with her and um, they were both clearly like having sex with her and it sounded like they both knew each other was having sex whether they all did it together i don't know right i was
3: just thinking if like oh. um if he <laughs> knew that one of them wasn't using the vaginal entrance oh wow then that would <laughs> wow no he's definitely not the he's definitely he went around the back so he's not- like the
4: olden days paternity test <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: That's called the Martha Carpet. (laughs) All
4: right, all right. Let's raise a glass to Adam Worth, the Napoleon of Crime. Drunk women solving crime. Thank you, Detective Witchcackle. Yeah, Detective Witchcackle. That's hard it's to heard say. hard to say, Detective Witchcackle. That's a great name. D- Detective Witchcackle says, I have a crime. When I was about eight or nine, a new boy started at my school and for some reason took a shine to me. I can't say it was reciprocated by me, but he was a nice boy. So one day he brought me in a cupcake. Well, more like a fairy cake. It was the 80s, which I thought was really sweet of him and said I was going to put it in my desk for break later. At first break, he asked me if I'd eaten it. I hadn't, but I said I'd go and get it then. Well, ladies, you won't be surprised to hear. Oh, that's one of two. Oh, here's two of two. It was gone. No crumbs, just gone. The boy was convinced I didn't want it and had thrown it or given it away, but I hadn't. Oh, Oh, sorry. The boy was convinced that she didn't want it and had thrown it away. Or that she'd given it away, but she hadn't. To this day, she oh. To this day, I don't know who took it. There was a girl in my class called Vicky, who we all called Vicky Sticky Fingers (laughs) because she was known to borrow things, quote unquote. But that's really my only lead. So drunk, women, can you solve this thirty-plus years crime? I've slightly read this. I love this detective Laura.
0: This is so Ralph and Lisa from The Simpsons. Like, look in the trunk. I chew choo, choo choos you. <laughs> think... So the doctor says I wouldn't get so many nosebleeds if I just kept my finger out of there. <laughs> my cat's breath smells like cat food. <laughs> should we could do this all night. Just do it all night. <laughs> We've
3: got a crossing. I don't solve think we should be fans. so
0: quick to point the finger at Vicky's sticky fingers. I
3: think she's a red herring. Did this take place in private? Who were the witnesses to the cake being put in the desk? And did they then go? I don't know <laughs> And rub their Good something.
0: question. Did people see the exchange, yeah. the gift giving, yes. and the hiding of the cake? Who's Was that got a eyes full? on this?
4: Where's the CCTV? We need witnesses. We need guys, to put Vicky just... in the room at the time. Or should we my... just believe women, guys? Should we just, just... believe women? <coughs> should we just my... believe what happened? I've got a I've got a, I've got a crazy theory. Oh, what God. if this kid that fancies her did it himself? Yeah. Because then he could be like. Oh, you hate me. And then she'd have to be like, no, I think you're great. And he was trying to just get loads of sympathy and attention from her. Yeah. And then when you he grew what? up, he started Reddit and. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the arsehole? Yes, you are. <laughs> and man, many pills of it. different colors. <laughs> I, I feel think we've like... solved
0: it and fast forwarded, which is amazing for a case. <laughs>
4: Yeah, we're blaming
0: this creepy eight-year-old dude. There's a <laughs> lot of manipulation there. Like, did you eat it yet? It's like, calm down. Yeah, like, I'll eat your right? fucking cake when I'm ready to eat the cake.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. like, I don't like it. at first break, he asked you, like, were you supposed to eat it during class? It was. I mean, I remember yeah. the eighties. You couldn't just like, yeah, no, I'm just eating a cake. Later, oh, I'll you text my so friend. Get so in trouble, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Jesus. think
4: it's also a blessing in disguise. You didn't eat this fucking cake. What was in this yeah. damn cake, right? right. I, don't, I don't trust this cake at all. Just my uh, love. Like if someone
1: says, "Have you, <laughs> yeah, from my body," <laughs> if, yeah. If someone's like, "Have you eaten it yet? Have you eaten it? Have you drunk that drink? Have you yeah. done that?" Yeah. Well, like you know, this creepy eight-year-old it's, dude.
3: It's too much. He might he might have just been like my mum. Because like you know, when you're like, you like your mum makes a meal and you're just lifting the spoon to your mouth and she's like, <laughs> and then then you put it in your mouth. <laughs> that was five pounds. That was my mum. Like, okay, okay <laughs> oh, get some wow. assurance. Five pounds. Oh, <laughs> okay, no. I mean, Where? Oh, okay. My... <laughs> oh god, that but he makes might have eating just been fun. wanting to boast. I made that with my toenails oh. and a gun. You know. You can't even taste
0: the gun. square. That squirted cream. Oh no! Oh um, my God, Robin, I love you.
3: <laughs> well, that's that's lucky, kids. Right. Uh, I've made you a cake.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: rethinking really it. Did you eat it? Did Cruise you eat, cake you cake eat it? <laughs> yes, we blame we blame the gift giver.
4: Yeah, yeah. we blame we we've, we've solved it. We have just enough time to ask Robin Wilder, what are you up to? Where can we find out more about you? What do you want to plug?
3: Um, uh, Well, (laughs) I'm about to launch two newsletters. But uh, one's about ADHD, which might might be obvious that I have. I've had chronic illness that set in uh, in 2020, which was the best year for everybody. Um, Oh no! And I'm I'm recovering from that. And I'm going to do two newsletters about that. Come and look at me at Twitter at Orbin, which is spelled like Robin, which has a Y, so it's O R B Y N. It's a typo. I have to fucking explain it every time. Uh, Yeah, all been on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm on the internet. (laughs) Google me. This this is awesome. This sounds absolutely awesome. And I'm really interested in those newsletters. Yes. Sounds great. Uh, Yeah, we will be when it happens, if it happens. It will happen.
0: It will happen. And you're amazing. Oh, thank you very much. Oh,
3: um, also, uh, in a year or so, I have a book coming out. Called reasons to be.
0: Oh, just a book. Okay, I Oh yeah,
3: nearly <laughs> forgot that one. Tell us about the book. Uh, it's a memoir about uh, my life. It's really interesting. No, because I I, just, uh, I have a lot of anxiety too, so I've written about. Yeah, and, and also have one of those lives where everyone goes what. So anything I say about it um so that, it's now going to be all in a book that you can now read cool. and not ask me about everything Robin what's it called because I think we all talked over the name of the book <laughs> it's called reasons to be fearful uh it's on eBury books it's on eBury books it's from me it's from yeah, me
4: okay oh oh no so do you so it's ne- 2023 it's coming out yes
3: well yes w- hopefully it was supposed to come out in 2021 but then illness and adhd so
4: yes
3: it's all fun. Oh,
4: man, that's awesome. Okay, so th- things to be fearful for. Reasons to be fearful. Reasons to be fearful. Oh, yay. Well, there's so much to look forward to. Thank you so much for joining
0: oh, us. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. amazing. You're
2: brilliant.
0: Thank Dr. you so Thank you to thank all you. of our participants. Yes,
4: thank you to everybody that came live to yeah. the chat. chat yeah. Oh, so nice we to see you all. you. <laughs> Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook and Insta. We are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcast. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcast as well. Thank you to AKES
2: and thank you for listening. Bye!